0: lot of Ibn Arabi. May the ceaseless blessings of Allah Most High shower upon the one who is first to come from non-existence to existence, the first to receive the outpouring of divine generosity and the most perfect being, the one who reveals for every witness the deeper reality within both witness and witnessed, the one who is both the hidden secret and manifest light, the true aim and purpose of creation, the divinely elected one, distinguished with the most eminent station in the domain of creation, the exalted Holy Spirit, the most perfect and resplendent light, the one who has realized the station of perfect adoration and servanthood in the presence of the beloved. He whose spirit receives the overflowing from the presence of Allah's exalted spirit. He whose heart is like a niche permeated by the rays of divine light. For he is the messenger brought near, the blessed intimate friend. And may Allah's blessing shower upon his noble family and companions, for they are the depositories of his secrets the places where his light shine and his full moons rise, the treasuries of truth and the guides for created beings, the bright stars of guidance for all who follow the way. May Allah bestow peace abundantly upon them and glory to Allah that I am not among those who ascribe duality to reality. Allah alone suffices us and he is the most excellent guardian. And there is no power and no strength except in Allah, the Most High, the Most Magnificent. Amen. 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 Alhamdulillah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Ya Allah. Uh, please uh, may you send your blessings uh, upon all of the messengers and uh, all of the ethley all of the companions, all of the inheritors uh, upon all the lineages um, of revelation, the lineages of Sufism and uh, our particular lineage uh, of Omar Halvati, Pir Nuruddin Jarahi, Musafer Ashki, Faruddin Effendi, Nur al and ongoing, inshallah, into the future in the most beautiful and brilliant way. Um, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So today, um, I have the audacity to speak of um, adab. <laughs> and um, so may Allah help me and help all of us and and, and um, help us to uh, beautify may may Allah beautify our adab and uh, Allah said that um, uh, the the prophet peace be upon him said that I was sent I have been sent that means to the earth to creation to perfect good moral character the akhlaq so to Um, to make beautiful and to return to its original beauty what Allah has uh, originally made beautiful and um, alhamdulillah 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 so the the and 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 he has also said um Nothing weighs heavier in the balance on the day of evaluation than good character. Amen. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So today we will consider um, two aspects because the Prophet has said that in he's placed emphasis on taqwa and akhlaq on good character, on adab. And uh, you cannot really have, have one without the other. They are intimately related. And so let's begin with, with, with Taqwa. Taqwa is, is um, the Quran, consistently calls us to the state of Taqwa and, and points to those people of Taqwa and praises the people of Taqwa and warns us um, toward Taqwa. So you know, let's look at what we we think, what we've received of teachings of of what taqwa is. So, taqwa is sometimes translated as as fear of Allah. We we know that, and there is an aspect of of fearfulness. Um, but we see it more as God consciousness, awareness of Allah, and if you are truly aware of Allah, you cannot help but have some uh, some portion of, of fear in one's awareness, let's say, of the sense of awe. Uh, and um, it's been explained also that the fear is the fear of losing uh, Allah's favor, losing Allah's pleasure. So as we know, we are always asking, in fact, before every salat, we say we, we offer our salat for your pleasure, O oh beloved, um, and and our days are geared, and and this goes back to our intention that we spoke of last week uh, to seeking Allah's pleasure, and um, and so this is all part of of taqwa. The uh, so taqwa is consciousness, awareness, and um, and then. Orientation, and uh, of course, and and consciousness itself gives orientation because conscious of what you know. We, we sometimes think of as consciousness just as a a blissed out or just you know pure light. We we can have that experience of of pure light, the jelly of of of. It's almost like an annihilation. Uh, we can be annihilated both by light. and and also by by the darkness, by the extinction, extinguishment in in that way. Um, But the taqwa, so to become uh, aware, and then we are guided, or we are guided and then we become aware. So Allah is the guide. Allah says, I guide you from darkness to light. And a great part of that guidance is the, the growing um, sense of, of, of awe toward Allah, or the growing desire, let's say, to, to please Allah. And then Allah tells us uh, in Quran and in, 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 the, in the texts of the Sunnah, the Hadith, and also through the on the on the lips of the saints, the friends, uh, what is pleasing to Allah, what is not pleasing to Allah. So that is a, a basic uh, level of orientation to to already know that to to listen carefully enough to be to have been gathered in to have been um, chosen, uh, and that's that's a, a delicate word because it's been used in ways that are exclusive because all humanity is chosen all creation is chosen, otherwise it wouldn't even be here, be existing. So that's already a great uh, election, you might say, just to be alive. And I think if we can realize that, then we're, 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 we're many, many levels ahead. If we can realize the greatness and, and be grateful for, for being alive. So gratitude is a great guidance. And um, there are things that we can cultivate ourselves seemingly, and there are things that we, we almost can't cultivate ourselves. But Allah does leave us a realm which we can cultivate. So we are set in, in, in the garden of our of self, of our nefs, uh, of the divine, human divine attributes and qualities, and these we can cultivate. Um, so the sense of awe is also something that we can cultivate, taqwa is also. Um, and yet, ultimately, it's really because Allah places it in our heart. Uh, Allah loves us and we love Allah. <speaking in Hebrew> he loves them and they love him. Everything is from Allah first. And then, um, and then we are always the responders, but it looks like we are the ones who make the first step. Allah says, make a step and I, and I run to you. Reach out to me and I embrace you. Um, so uh, right now we're looking at our own, our own responsibility, our own uh, ability to, to cultivate qualities that uh, will make Allah pleased with us. So awe, taqwa. Um, reading Quran is one wonderful way to increase our sense of awe. And certainly reading the Quran in, in Ramadan uh, heightens it even, you know, beyond, uh, beyond number. The, the Quran in Ramadan is though so you almost hearing it directly yourself that it has it not through the intermediary uh, of 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 the great heart of Muhammad, peace be upon him. Although it always is, it always flows through his heart, even after he has left this earth. It is still flowing through his heart to our hearts, and also through the hearts of our our guides, our masters. Reading Quran, taking sign, and what does Quran say? I'll, I'll, uh, but both the sound and then the, the teachings, uh, the the oceanic teachings of Quran. But then, what should we do? We need to pick up the the teachings, to pick up the pearls and the jewels that Quran gives us, and um, and and gaze at them and contemplate them and follow uh, the teachings that they they hold. So, uh, the prayer, of course, the to Allah has asked us for. Uh, for the salat, for the prostration. Allah has asked us and inspired us with, with zikrullah. Um, so these are, 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 you might say, jewels and, and, and that, that their light should f- fill our days, fill our days. And, and these will help us to um, increase in, in, in taqwa, our sense of all, contemplation, that we contemplate the greatness of the creation, of the the miracle, of the sun rising, um, and and setting, of the moon rising and setting, of, of the stars moving through the sky, uh, and setting uh, to contemplate these miracles, just as Abraham did, yet to always look to the one from whom they come. Uh, who could be the one? From what source could these? Uh, manifest uh, that will increase us in taqwa. How could such magnificence, such power, to both regulate the greatness of the heavens and the earth, and also the tiniest, intimate details of life that are invisible to our eye, and even invisible to microscopes, and on, uh, on, on. on on a warp and a woof that we we don't even comprehend. We we can't understand really uh, how creation functions. We we think we do, and maybe we're making some steps, but ultimately it is a mystery. And so to contemplate mystery that will increase us in taqwa, not to imagine that we, we know everything. And when we think we know to correct ourselves, and remind ourselves how little we know. Really, we could say we know nothing. We don't know. That's a better, Allahu Ame. Allah is the knower. So again, to efface ourselves. And the more we are effaced, the more we will be in awe. And so one of the great um, adab toward Allah, one of the great forms of taqwa is to say, as Shaykh Nur said in one of his Allahis, you exist, I exist not. You exist. I exist not. My existence is entirely yours. It is entirely dependent on you. Uh, and we'll remember the the story of Mevlana, uh, Rakhmatullahi, of the of the person who knocks on the door of the host, and the host comes to the door and says, "Who is there?" And um, and the one who knocks says, "It is I." And the host being Allah sends sends that one away to learn some more and then the person comes back a little later and knocks again and and the host uh, asks who is there and they say again it is I and there's sent away again for more more teaching more deep looking and then the third time he returns and then the host says who is there and the one at the door said you 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 and this is what ibn Arabi gave thanks for in the salawat he said uh, that i am not among those who ascribe duality to allah that is so beautiful Um, glory to allah glory to allah for i am not among those who ascribe duality to allah allah alone suffices us the most excellent guardian alhamdulillah 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 so la ilaha illa anta you you alone o oh allah and yet we still take responsibility because um, Quran is also mentioning those who use that, who can almost use that as an excuse. And, and we see that you know, also in our own culture, not just at that time, the, the teachings of Quran are mostly universal, applied to all times. Um, and, um, and it speaks of the people who say, well, if Allah had wanted them to be uh, to have food, they would have food. You know, if everything is under Allah's control and Allah is the, really the only one existent, then this is the way uh, Allah wants it. But that means that we're not heeding uh, what Allah is asking us to. Um, to heed in in, in create in this creation, which is entirely belonging to Allah, which is entirely ruled and regulated, and manifested by Allah, and yet we are given responsibility, and um, and so there therein comes the the adab, and the akhlaq in in toward humans. So we have the adab, the akhlaq toward Allah, uh, which is. To recognize Allah as the only reality, the only power. There is no power apart from Allah's power, <clears throat> and also to um, affirm uh, that Allah is the All Merciful, All Forgiving. Because if we overlook that, if we, if we, and, and this is what can happen in the religion, uh, that some um, you know, heads of religion would, would take up one part and say, yes, Allah is all powerful and, you know, I'm representing that and I take power over you. There's that subtle uh, process. Uh, and so that is entirely overlooking what Allah says, that I have inscribed mercy for myself and I am the all merciful and I forgive everything. So having adab, having taqwa must also include that it must also include that certainty of Allah's ultimate mercy. And um, and I, when I say ultimate, I don't only mean like at the end of everything, then it will come out. Although that too, but I mean that all all pervading, ever present mercy beyond everything else and beyond the appearance of. Uh, everything else. Uh, Allah's mercy prevails over everything is moving. Allah's mercy is the prime mover. It is both the the source and the goal and the way. So alhamdulillah. So when we feel that, um, there grows uh, love. How can we contemplate one who is all merciful, all forgiving? Given all of our failures, one who would remove us from the earth if we were not failing. (laughs) Allah has actually said, if you were not failing and making errors, terrible errors, I would remove you from this earth and bring a new creation in. How can we not love such a one? Our our innate sense of of beauty and perfection and Awe is, is uh, inspired by that. So love. So love. We might say is the highest adab toward Allah. It's the highest form of taqwa, and and this is what we received in, in Musafer Musafir and in um, Sheikh Noor, and what we received in what we receive in Hazrati Peer. Also through reading his words, his prayers. Uh, how amazing! Um, are his prayers in the end of morning uh, weird. Uh, let me read something from that just to get a taste of the degree of of, of love and um, an adab um, he says, And he asked for adab also. He asked for good intention toward, toward Allah's servants. So that's important. And that will bring us into our second um, portion of, of the Juma. Clothe us in the robe of vigilance. So again, um, to fully embody our taqwa, uh, we have to be vigilant. We we, we must be careful. And that um, we can't just be drunken lovers. The, I mean, the drunkenness is within. And that's why it says that the mature one has the intoxication, the ecstasy within in the robe of sobriety. Uh, so that in our relations with others, also we are appropriate. And, um, yeah. And appropriate before Allah also. Let us not forget. We are never alone. So part of taqwa is also constant awareness of Allah's presence. And so we forget, you know, we, we have a moment of, of presence and remembrance and awareness that Allah is here. And then we something happens, or the next moment comes and we are in a state of heedlessness. But then alhamdulillah, Allah sends us presence and remembrance again and then we return and then we might ask for uh, astafullah depending on how long we've been heedless um so your loving kindness turn toward turn us toward you for every need that's great adab to to recognize our neediness and and to um to ask that we always recognize it and that We always recognize the one who can alone really fulfill it, uh, even though it might channel through others, of course, it channels through people or through circumstances, but it is really coming from the one. So, complete dependence on Allah. Enrich us with true poverty toward you. So again, this is part of the adab and the taqwa toward Allah that that we are the fakirs, we are empty of all capacity, we are empty of all qualities, that we have nothing, we are nothing, we have no life, no existence. All comes from the beloved, moment by moment. So um, Alhamdulillah, and this beautiful, uh, you know, prayer where it says, I'm standing naked before your divinity. I mean, that's so beautiful that, sense of of nakedness and and so there too that's part of um oh allah make us your devoted slaves in every state always absorbed in your worship so always absorb whatever we are doing that it be uh worship to allah whether we are walking sitting sleeping praying uh speaking to someone helping Feeding, making dinner, that it be accepted as worship. Empty and naked before your divinity, ever conscious of your lordship. So this is the sobriety. this is this is the ecstasy within the sobriety. Never fearing your blame, nor incurring your chastening. Amen. Oh Allah make us pleased with what pleases you. So this is again, part of the beautiful, Adam, that, that we love what our beloved loves, and we don't like what our beloved doesn't like. So that's the second step you might say in that. Um, that's even more mature, that that we then turn away from what Allah dislikes, and are completely in tune and, and flowing with, with what is pleasing to Allah. Amen. Annihilate us wholly in your love and be the goal and aspiration of our life and do not let us be concerned with anything but you. Amen. And remove all evil behind us and before us. So again, the the refuge, knowing, recognizing Allah as the refuge. Amen, amen, amen. Alhamdulillah, 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 Allah is the only reality, la ila illa, and we are not among the mushrikeen, we are not among those who ascribe another reality uh, alongside, Um, and may we even uh, attain that station of realizing our own non-existence and and our own uh existence in you that you are the only existent i mean you are the good you are the ultimate good the only good you are the way you are all the ways that 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 are good and that lead to goodness and you are the one who gives continuous razak who is continuously feeding us with life and um and with the, with the goodness of life, with the fruits of, of your heart, with, with what you love, feeding us with what you love and forming us in the most beautiful way, Ola. And we, we pledge and we have pledged ourselves by becoming dervishes in this path. We have pledged ourselves to walk in the footsteps of your beloved. Uh, may you bless him and immerse him in your, in your loving peace. And uh, and we have taken the hand of Musafer Fendi of Noor, of ourselves and each other, uh, whoever is representing this sul uh, we have taken their hand, O oh Allah, and we have pledged our heart to you uh, and to your beloved and, and, and to honor the, uh, the station you have given us and to, to honor life and, and to honor the the station of humanity and the station of creation oh allah amin 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 so our dervish life may our dervish life uh, be a life of, of full and beautiful adab oh allah. that that is life every everything is adab really so when we see uh, creation functioning as it does so perfectly with nature functioning so perfectly. This is Adab, we could call that Adab. And yet the human has that special place of failing in this, of, of making errors. And, but of the special place of being able to ask for forgiveness and, and turning and receiving the taqwa and receiving the, the, the hudda, the guidance, um, so alhamdulillah. So the the prophet has said, peace be upon him, that what weighs most in the scales of the day of awakening will be the akhlak, the good character. So everything, all the religions, all the traditions are about really um, helping and supporting uh, the human being and to forming alchemically uh, transforming uh, the 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 darker traits or the the, the burdened traits into the, the beautiful illumined traits of Allah. Uh, for everything is divinely given, and it's said that all traits are good. So, but it's uh, they only need to be seen and turned into the light to reveal their their source and and their their true nature. So, Adam, what 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 is the Adam? toward humanity, the adab in creation. Um, And here again, uh, it's something that we we learn through the sacred traditions. Uh, Every sacred tradition teaches adab. uh, And and some place more emphasis on some, uh, and some place more emphasis on others, but in a general sense, um, it is, you know, the, the true human being, the Gen, the, the Confucius had that uh, clear vision of what it means to be a, a true human being. And and this is what um, I think all the paths are about, coming to the true human being. And um, how 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 do we arrive at that? So we arrive at that by falling <laughs> into the pit <laughs> you know whether it's the pit of despair or the pit of uh, failure um the pit of desperate love uh, it can be any number of pits we we fall in a life is not working and then we start thrashing around we start crying out um uh, seeking a way digging uh aspiring, looking up, looking down, um, and uh, and then the help comes. And the form uh, often, it can come in the form of a book, which will then be like the fragrance and the light to guide us to someone, or it can come to a meeting with someone, uh we'll trip over the threshold of one of the dergas of our tarikat, but in one way or another, oh, we come because we're hungry. It said, you know, come for, we've heard, oh, they make good meals. One way or another, Allah brings us to what then becomes um, the refuge and also a school and a school of teaching and learning um, about how to become a true human being alhamdulillah alhamdulillah it's not an easy journey it's a long journey and it probably takes us our whole life our whole life because every moment in life there is a different circumstance a different calling and so therefore we have to give a different response and um, but there is you know there are definitely stages uh, not necessarily Fixedly demarcated, but there are, we see as the person becomes lighter, relieves burdens, um, transforms their past and uh, becomes joyful within. And um, all of this is part of the alchemical divine transformation of the human being who enters the beehive or who takes the hand and um, the hand of the guide And the guide is simply the one who is in the vine on on the stem. And and then that person then becomes themselves a stem and a branch and able to help others. So um, let's look at some of the specific qualities of, of adab. And of course, as we know, there's outer adab and there's inner adab. So we could say inner adab inner adab is the taqwa toward Allah that the one who is going to have the best adab is the one who is conscious of Allah in all times. If you think that at times Allah is not there or you forget completely or you become so heedless that you're not taking account or you're not seeing yourself uh, then uh, you can really go off track or But usually it comes from despair, some kind of distortion that entered into that person. But um, it seems to be a general journey that we're born in that perfection. And yet the baby is not a a fully formed vessel. The the true human adab, the, the Insani Kamil has to be the person who is completely mature, who has gone through the stages of baby, child, youth, uh, maturity, and then, you know, super maturity, who then you know, you could say those master levels. And when Effendi came here, Musafir Effendi, he was a master. By the time Sheikh Noor passed, even though he was young, he had attained that station, really, of uh, becoming the, the perfect human being. And of course, uh, you know, Allah whatever is left imperfect, I guess, on passing, will be perfected, and that's why those 40 days are so important uh, after the passing. And each tradition has a certain number that is slightly different, Um, where where we pray and we we focus on that person and we send our prayers and ask for blessings for that one, and then whatever was left, undone or incomplete will be then completed so that person will become the complete vessel paradisic vessel alhamdulillah another good reason to have to be in a community um, so one of the the points of Adam pointed to in, in quran is one's voice and the prophet says that warns against people who speak uh, you know, kind of blabbering like just blah 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 blah. You know, without first of all having something true to say, uh, and and unconsciously. So the tongue is one of our most important organs um, for success. Uh, it is directly, as we know, related to the heart. It expresses what's in the heart, uh, but sometimes between the heart. And when it comes out, you know, that's even enough time that it might become heedless. So uh, watching the tongue, being sure that we speak graciously, being sure that we don't put people down. And this was something also mentioned by the Rasul, that we not speak badly of others. Um, and that's not always easy if we're upset or, you know, but it's one of the, Uh, things we have to attain so that and it's recommended either we say nothing or we say good but again not flattering that would be excessive and untrue on the other side Um, again a a prophetic warning against any kind of um, you know adulation over outward adulation we can hold it inwardly but because that sets the person up for Uh, a failure, really. So um, the tongue, the voice speaking in tones in the in the surah hujurat, uh, Allah, um, how do you say, criticizes or critiques or teaches the, the community said, don't just shout out. I guess that was the custom, maybe in the times culturally or something you'd come in front of someone's house and shout out to them inside, well, we do that. So, um, you know, lower your voice. And this is in Surah Lukman, is wonderful teaching also for Adal. Um, lower your voice and, and, and speak softly, not so softly, like Ali Rahman, that you can't hear him, but in a medium tone, speak in a medium tone. And this is how we also address Allah in, again, Quranic teaching, you know, uh, how, how we're praying. And, and then, of course, sometimes we shout out. And that's I think that's okay, too, to Allah. You know, we can't help that sometimes in zikr. Or, or maybe when one is by oneself, or it's said that Imam Ali... Rahman would go into the desert so he could become completely wild and shout out and whirl and cry out Allah's names. So alhamdulillah, that's a, that's okay, that's good. In fact, um, another uh, form of adab is consciousness of the earth so that we should walk gently on the, earth. it says walk softly on the earth. And of course that has so many implications. It's not just that when we're walking, we're aware, we're, we're humble. As someone who's arrogant is kind of stomping on the earth. So uh, teaches us to be humble. That's a form of adab. And then uh, humble toward the earth, humble toward her creatures, recognizing the rights of, of Uh, of mother's creatures, of all the creation. Uh, this is a great part of Adab, Adab toward mother nature's creations, mother earth's creations, all who are our sisters and brothers. Truly they are, they're all Allah's family. How can we take such advantage? Uh, How can we be so unaware, uncaring? Astafullah, 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 truly Astafullah. So asking forgiveness, asking forgiveness from each other, uh, humbling ourselves. So humbleness seems to be, uh, is a a keystone of good adab. If we can't be humble, if we can't find, if we are not, you know, have humility and see ourselves as servant or as nothing, depending on, you know, the degree of our spiritual awakening, um, we can't have the correct adab toward others. We could have outward adab, yeah, and that's already something. But we can't have that true adab of having reverence uh, toward the other being as, as a vessel of God. My God. The, the adab of giving salam, salam and truly from the heart of greeting people, even though you don't know them. This is one of the Adam's recommended, greet those, you know, and those you don't know. Not always easy in a, let's say in a, in a metropolis or, you know, so of course, everything <laughs> taken, everything has to be slightly adapted, of course, to our circumstances. But one of the things that we have to do as citizens of this world and as um, dervishes of the prophet peace be upon him and dervishes of Allah is to reevaluate our culture, our cultural assumptions. I mean, that's a journey in itself. And that's part of that purification of the uh, early years of dervishhood. And it it goes on even because our culture has permeated us so subtly uh, that often we're not aware uh, of where it might be uh, not in harmony with the divine teaching, and so um, you know, like the brashness or the the competitiveness, the wanting to get ahead, uh, the the wanting to display oneself, you know, some of the things that we find in our time in our culture, uh, maybe particularly in America, um, that need to prove oneself through success, through having the approval of others. Now that's probably more universal. Um, These are all things that we really have to look at and that in the first path get sifted and and, um, ground down and and transformed into uh, seeking approval from Allah rather than seeking approval from others. Um, knowing that Allah hears one so we don't need to shout out. I mean, unless someone is deaf, I I need people to speak more loudly. So that's things like that, of course, but taken into account. Um, But um, kindness, love. So if we have that love in our hearts, we will naturally have better Adam. We will naturally be aware. So again, consciousness, awareness is the field you might say in which and, and love the in which uh, good adab forms you know but still then there are still subtle subtle things things that we, we don't know uh, being a good guest being a good host being a good friend being a good partner uh, being a good father being a good mother being a good child uh, what 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 are the the beautiful adab which accompanies these different stations that Allah has enriched us with the richness of our life is overwhelming and sometimes it's almost like so much that we can't how can we ever do any of this but that's why if we come to the core if we come to taqwa, if we come to that love in our heart for Allah, we will naturally love uh, Creation because that we see Allah in the other. Nor Shaykh Nora has said the Dervish is the other. So that's the supreme Adab. Again, so that not only do we not exist before Allah, but with the other, the other is Allah also. The other comes first in some cases, where we put the other person before us. That's a very high, and you know, I hardly dare say that because I don't want to say what is, you know, what I feel, of course, one thing is speaking and the other thing is attaining and embodying, but it's good to speak even what is beyond what we've attained maybe for others. Um, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, one of the saints said, you know, when you uh, evaluate yourself, don't just look at you know the the ones around you and see how how much better you are and how much more uh, guided, et cetera. He said, compare yourself to the friends of Allah, to the saints. That's a comparison where you know we will learn something. So, and and it's true. You know we we hear stories, and this is why some these stories are so helpful. So I will tell uh, because we we remember the story. And then that circumstance will come, and it will help us to, uh, to follow that one. The, the story of, um, of the person who was walking in the street and saw a, a, a paper on the, on the ground in the mud with one of Allah's names on it. And so he stooped down, and he picked the paper up, and he kissed it and he brought it home, and he cleaned it, and he perfumed it, and he put that name in a beautiful niche and altar in his home. And Allah brought that person from that action into paradise, for that adab, for that reverence toward Allah and toward creation. So the, you know, some, we kissed the Quran. Effendi taught, in the days when Effendi was coming to 82nd street, we had our beds on the floor and, you know, kind of 60s style and uh, slept on the floor. So naturally all the books were on the floor. So the Quran was on the floor (laughs) and Effendi, he actually came into our bedroom, but which was a big bedroom. It was almost like a living room style. He actually lay in the bed, which is amazing if I think of it now, but then he saw the Quran on the floor and he said, Oh, please, he said, put the Quran up, even if you are down, you know, put the Quran up. He said, he said, because if others come and see that he knew that it was done out of sincerity that it was not meant at all as a disparagement. But he said, if others see that, you know, they'll say I was a bad teacher. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? So Alhamdulillah, Ya Effendi, you are the best teacher. (laughs) You are the best teacher and bad student, best teacher, Alhamdulillah, to the secret heart of our peers, but hoping in the mercy of the teacher al Fatiha. Allahumma Himma through, through the secret heart of Musafir Effendi, through the secret heart of Nur Effendi, through the secret heart of Hazrati Pir Nuruddin Effendi, Al Fatiha. Allah Himma Sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad, Walani Sayyidina Muhammad, Wassabdeh Wassalam, Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim Alhamdulillah, he'd Rahman, Rahim, Maliki Omidin, Iak and Abudu, Wayak and Asta in Idina Surata must tuck alayhim, Surata on alayhim, and I'm Magdubi allay him Amin, 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 my lahimma. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I want to say that Effendi loved America and uh, the Americans. And and so, of course, you know, there were things. Waste was one of the problems that he saw. Uh, the relation to the parents was another. But, um, you know, a few, well, things like that. But overall, he loved the sincerity, the open-heartedness, and the thirst for God that he saw here. So don't get the impression that, um, you know, when I was saying we have to look at our culture and we're so blessed that we overall we have a very good basic culture. I think in the you know, maybe it's gone it's gone off the rails, I have to say on superficially only though, but the character is good, the nature of people are good. The nature of humanity is good, basically, but that's what I want to say. Um, okay, oh Allah, please. ah. Oh. What we are just clay in your hands. What are we? We're nothing. Just do the best with us, please, for the sake of of Muhammad Sallallahu Wasallam, for the sake of Fatima, for the sake of Isa and Maryam, for the sake of all the messengers, the ones you love, Musa, and all the ones you love dearly, deeply, essentially, make us. Lovable to to you and pleasing pleasing to your eyes and heart and draw us into nearness with them with your most beloved Effendi and Noor and all the uh, Peer the f- friends and saints Rabia Duia of, of yours O Allah keep us together with them Amin 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 Only You are La Ilaha Illa and the Kalauhim Wa We turn to You and ask for Your Forgiveness in your favor, Amin, and your Fadl.